0: Hey guys, in today's episode, I want to answer the question, should you start a Shopify store? I'm seeing more folks uh, that are wanting to do this and it's becoming something that people are more interested in, in my immediate circle. Uh, I know Shopify has been kind of a big deal for, for many years now, especially since COVID. Um, If you guys don't believe me, uh, go check out, go, this is just a little funny fact. Go check out Shopify's stock price around the time that COVID happened. And as everybody else was like crashing, Shopify was going through the roof. If I recall, okay, I'm not sure on that. I'm not even looking at it. Um, But I'm pretty sure it was going through the roof. And so anyway, Shopify has been pretty, um, pretty popular in recent years. And it looks like some of that trend is really starting to get to um, my local circle. So I just wanted to, again, talk about Shopify, whether it's a good idea for people. Um, and if it's uh, something that, you know, you're you're hearing about and learning about, it, seeing people uh, seemingly be successful on it, if it's something that you should do as well. So the first thing I'll say is that, uh, just a little bit of background on me, I do run a couple Shopify stores. Um, I have some experience working in Shopify. Um, I, worked for, I worked for a couple different companies that have used Shopify. And so I got pretty well-versed. Uh, you know, I've worked on the corporate finance side. So a lot of what I was doing within Shopify was, you know, looking at um, things more from a uh, a finance manager's perspective, if you will, um, just trying to you know make sure that things were um, from a financial perspective were um, you know on the up and up, if you will, without going too far into detail on that. Um, so when I got ready to start my own Shopify store, there was so much that I didn't know, um, even though I had spent a lot of time in Shopify. Just stuff that I had to teach myself what I will tell you is that it is not really super difficult to answer any of the questions that you might have um, about, you know, to, to, when you get ready to start working on your Shopify store. Um, So like, you know, and the thing I'll also say is that what I have found in a few years of working on my own Shopify store is that you're going to continue to learn. Um, You're going to continue to have, you know, Shopify has got a, a lot of functionality for you um, one thing I think I should go ahead and say is that I really like Shopify it, it is a it gives you a great opportunity to build a professional website um, an e-commerce website that looks really good that you know comes with uh, an appearance that makes people trust you and want to buy from you you know I've seen some really some really rinky dink um, websites people have some good product on some rinky dink websites and because they don't really look, you know, they don't have those trust signals that you hear about and, and people don't really um, really have a lot of confidence because the, the format or the look at the website is just not great. The checkout process looks a little shady or whatever it is. Shopify has got an answer for all that. It's such They have such great themes, such, uh, you know, it, and it's so user friendly, like for you to be able to build, um, you know, your own thing without having to go out and get some sort of developer. I remember the first time that I was, I was just probably 15 years ago, I was trying to get a website built. And I remember calling a, a, um, a company that was a, you know, website builder, like, and they said, man, based on what it is that you want, and the functionality that you want is probably going to, you're not going to be less than 20 grand just to get it built. And so fast forward to today, like the website I have with, um, you know, for, for particularly our main, our hat business, which is shopthesheep.com. If you guys want to go check out our Shopify store. Man, it's way better than anything I think that they would have even gotten built for me back then, and it didn't cost me 20 grand. So <laughs> um, things have gotten a lot better, and Shopify just really is great. You know, me having that perspective, I really love it. But all that said, and all those good things about Shopify, the thing you have to understand is it is a lot of work. It really is, um, and there's two sort of phases to the work, I'll say. And the first phase is really the building process of your Shopify store. Um, it's going to take, you know, even as user-friendly as it is, you don't really need to know coding or anything like that. You got to get in there and figure out how those, um, how those, you know, how the templates work and how you maneuver things to make the, the website, uh, have a certain look and feel and that sort of thing. Um, and like I said, it's pretty user-friendly, but it is a lot of work. Now we'll, I will just add this little thing in here. You can get somebody to help you with it. Uh, I think Shopify has some, some links in there once you log in and get set up where they can like get professional designers to help you. And you can certainly get coders, uh, to help you with your site. Um, because you can, you can actually like, if you know how to, how to, uh, to, you know, write HTML or, um, you know, basically code websites, uh, then there is some, some room in there for you to be able to, to manipulate, uh, the code if that's something you know how to do. But if you know how to do that, you're probably not listening to this anyway. Um. So anyway, yeah, it's it's it is a lot of work, but it's not anything that I don't think a decently intelligent person can do. It's just to get a site built, um, you know, not just from a standpoint of actually going through and setting everything up in Shopify. You know, you gotta, we've got over hundred products out there, and you have gotta go in and, you know, you gotta put good imagery in there. Uh, that's critical. You've got to put in good descriptions, and you've got to SEO everything. Uh, if you're not familiar with search engine optimization, um, you know you've got to set up. Uh, uh, a lot, this is really easy; probably take you less than a day. But there's a lot of administrative stuff, you know, getting your bank accounts connected, um, you know, all these all these sorts of things. And um, one of the things that I've learned about recently, as we sort of uh, we did a shift from Office 365 over to Google Workspace uh, here in the last six months with our, with our emails. And when you get ready to start transferring some of that, some of that stuff over, you know, you've got to go in and, and change some, some, uh, things in your DNS settings and so that your emails will, will actually, uh, route correctly or be be able to get access to your emails. And it's not something I'm, I'm super familiar with, but the point I'll make is that you're, like I said before, you're learning constantly, um, but also, you know, the reason we were able to get that technical stuff set up that I'm not, you know, I'm not really, I don't really come from, from a very, a little bit of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty tech savvy, but I'm not really from an it background, but the reason I've been able to get some of that stuff done is just because there's so much, um, there's so many resources out there in the internet. There's YouTube videos. Um, if you can't find it on YouTube or somebody's like showing you exactly what to click and exactly what to do, you can um, look at Shopify's FAQs. And a lot of times that'll be, you know, it'll be in there somewhere. So we haven't run across anything that we couldn't figure out. There's some things that took me days to figure out uh, and hours and hours and hours to figure out, but you can figure it out. So anyway, um, if you have any questions, by the way, you can always reach out to me. I'll, I'll do my best to help you. I've learned quite a bit about Shopify stores and if you know, at the very least, if I can't answer your question, I can probably point you to the right person. But anyway, so just know that in the terms of setting it up, building it, um, it is going to, it's going to be a, a big, a pretty big commitment. I think now if I was starting over with a new store, um, just because I know how it works and I know the important things to do uh, for, you know, to, to get the product pages uh, set up and just you know, how to make sure that your navigation looks good and everything's sort of cohesive and all that. I could do it much faster, but the point is you, it's not just about building, but it's also about learning it because later down the road, the second phase is the maintenance part. And it is sort of a, it is somewhat of an ongoing thing. It's not something you're going to be just working on, uh, every day, but you know, like the other day we had to go in and, um, modify, modify some a bunch of product images and, you know, just put in, put in some better product images and do some adjustments there. And just knowing how to be able to go in and do that efficient, efficiently, uh, you know, that maintenance aspect of it is also something that, you know, you will learn it as you're building it out. But you've, you've got to kind of know that uh, just to kind of, you know, because the, the, the website is going to have some, uh, some maintenance activities there. So that being said, I go back to who do I think should get or consider a Shopify store? Well, um, the, the first people that come to mind are something that as a new venture that we, we dove into here in the last six months. And that is, um, these folks that sell in consignment shops like us. So we know a lot of vendors today that, um, if you guys aren't familiar, there's a, there's a place called painted tree and you can go look it up. They've probably got 30 plus stores across the U S and they basically are a, a big, um, you know, retailer that rents out space to, uh, different vendors and people sell all ty- types of different stuff. And so we've got a few, we've got a few different locations here in, in Tennessee. Um, and you know, you can rent like uh, shelf space or you can rent a huge booth. They got a wide variety of things. And there's, like I said, there's all these vendors they are selling all these different sorts of things anywhere from like, um, you know, linens and like women's apparel, men's apparel, little knickknacks here and there. Just all kinds of stuff. If you guys haven't checked out Painted Tree. Go check it out. If you got one close to you, they're really cool. You're bound to find something you like. But those folks that are that are already selling, particularly the ones that are doing well, you know, I see a lot of folks that just go into Painted Tree and they just they've never sold anything and they're just going at it uh, completely green. I wouldn't recommend those folks go jump into a Shopify store. But I also probably wouldn't have recommended they jump straight into Painted Tree either. But anyway, um, you know, if, if the point is. If you are, if you are already established, like I see, I know there's folks out there that have been in Painted Tree for years, and they really don't have any sort of online presence. And I just think to myself, man, you're really, you're really selling yourself short because, the the potential with an online store is so much greater, right? Um, there's there's so many more people, you know, when you think about your online store versus a physical location like that a lot of the elements are, are very similar. They're, they're, you know, or the same, the things you're looking at are what is the traffic to that location? When one of the things you should be thinking about when you're, um, you know, going to set up as a painted tree vendor is one of the questions you should ask yourself is how much traffic do I think this place will get? Okay. Well, if it's got great traffic, well then how many people that come by my booth, what percentage of those people are actually going to end in purchase? Um, and once you kind of have that information, we call that conversion, right? So let's say that, um, 10 out of every hundred that walk by your booth purchase. So you'd have about a 10% conversion, um, which is not unrealistic for, for a, you know, someone that's getting physical foot traffic. It's actually, uh, some, it can be somewhat low in some areas. Um, well, if you have those numbers, well, then that's those, those numbers right there, um, are going to tell you like your product is, it sells, Right? If you get it in front of X number of people, X number of people are going to buy it. So it just becomes a math equation. And I can just tell you this, that while online, obvious, for obvious reasons, you're not going to have as high a conversion just because, think about it, I mean, it's intuitive, right? Like people, if they have some of product right in front of them and they can feel it and assess it, they're much more likely to go ahead and make that buy. Whereas online, they don't have that ability so obviously, you're going to see conversion rates drop. But let's say, like we said earlier, you got that 10% conversion um, in store, right, where that 10 out of every 100 people that see your product or touch it are buying it, well, maybe online, maybe it's 2.5%, you know? Well, if that's, if that's the case, well, again, it just becomes a, a math equation. How many of the right people, the people that are your customer, and let's assume you know that, that's a whole different episode, but let's assume you know that. If you can get the right customer to your website, um, with those numbers, that two and a half percent conversion, knowing you're going to get that, if you get the right enough of the right people, um, in, with your product uh, to your store, uh, then again, it just becomes a scaling. It becomes a scaling issue then, right? How many people can you push to that website? And so, at that point, guys, I'm telling you, the sky is the limit. Like, so you know, because. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's a really big world. Like the U S is over, I think our, our population's like over 350 million. Um, you know, you've got a big pond out there to play in. So again, if you already got a great product, you already kind of know people are going to buy this time after time, year after year, and you don't have a store set up. Um, I would just be like, you know, what's going on? What What's the problem? Are you concerned about you know, do you not have the resource? Are you are you concerned about being able to uh, manage the store online, Are you worried about like what is it? You afraid you can't? You don't know how to get the people to your store. Um, you know, I, I I understand some of that that trepidation for um, for you know taking that new that leap to the to the online world. But look, you're like I said before, you're really selling yourself short. It's something that I'd be trying to figure out yesterday if uh, you know if I had a good product that I knew was. Um, was going to sell if it got in front of the right number of people. So those are the people I would really tell to go out and start you a store. People I would tell not to, to or to, to be a little bit more cautious is if you don't have a proven product, right? You, you're just going out here. You are, you've never made a sale anywhere. Um, which by the way, I think I've said this in another, another episode, but if you're trying to get into selling products um, and you're trying to figure out which products work and which products sell, one of the best ways to do it is to get product in front of people physically. And because even if they don't necessarily buy from you, if you can get, uh, you know, a thousand people to look at something and give you pointers on it and tell you why or why they might not buy. And a lot of people are very honest, you know, not your friends and family, but people you don't know, strangers, it's the best feedback you can get called market feedback. Um, you can figure out which products to pick. I mean, which products that you need that you can um, put emphasis on and invest your time in to try to push further in your business and sell. Um, but if but anyway, going back, if you don't have a product that's proven, you've never sold it anywhere, right? Um, or you haven't really, um, you know, maybe, maybe you're just, you're kind of going out and you're mimicking something somebody else is doing. Uh, you know, I've seen people that are, they go out and they try to sell shirts or whatever it is. And they think, well, you know, obviously this person over here is is I don't know anything, any of the details, behind the scenes information about their operation. I can see that they're selling shirts, and they've been they've had those shirts out for a while, so they must be selling. Um, I wouldn't go based off that because, you know, yes, while shirts do sell, there may be a reason that you don't really know about, and you don't understand all that. You get all those all those answers and all the information, um, from Getting product in front of customers, and so, like I said before, I don't know if I said this, but one of the ways that we originally did it was we went to a ton of pop these things called pop up markets where you know they'd have traffic from anywhere from uh, I don't know, a few hundred people up to one of our biggest markets that we did was a hundred thousand people, and so you'll get a lot of feedback from the market on your product very quickly if you do it that way, and you'll know, like, okay, these are products that people actually like. These are products that I probably should steer away from or, or not touch anymore because people just aren't, the market's not interested in them. So yeah, those folks out there that are just starting completely, like you just want to go out and just start a Shopify store um, and you don't have you, you don't have any sort of evidence, like real tangible evidence that your product is good. You've never sold it. Um, you don't like, you know, have any information to tell you that this product is going to sell well then I think you might be getting ahead of yourself and you might want to it's not to say you shouldn't at some point start start a Shopify store but you may want to back up and go and get those answers that I talked about and then come back to it so anyway I hope I have answered the question of uh, should you start a Shopify store um, you know particularly who who more is a candidate for it and, and maybe who is not right now like everybody you know, I wish everybody could get one because um, it's really cool. Like e-commerce has just been growing and growing. I think I saw a projection a few years ago when I decided to start mine was that, you know, there was some uh, crazy expectation of or projection around, you know, the, the, that 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 um, that move of consumers just con- that continued move. I'll say we've been on this move for a while now, for for a decade or so, or really longer uh, since Amazon kind of really uh, took over. But consumers are just moving more and more to online purchasing. And the, the thing I really love about selling products and, and retail and that sort of thing is um, is that it's it's one of those things, I always go back to to what, I, I heard Warren Buffett say this one time, and it's, I've never forgotten it, he talks about how he decides to, whether or not to get into a business. And he talks about the economics of the business. Um, and one of the questions he'll ask himself, he was using, I think he was using Wrigley gum as the example. Uh, I think he may own some, uh, some like something related to gum, or maybe he owns Wrigley or something like that. But he was saying, "Look, my my thought is people were chewing gum a hundred years ago, and I think in a hundred years from now they'll be chewing gum. So the thing about retail is the same thing. People like I know so many people out there that they." when you get ready to think about the different businesses that you could go into, um, and the different places that you could, you know, get ready to start a business retail, such a, if you can do it right, and you really have to study, it's not something to just jump in without really thinking through, but, um, it's one of those things that people are going to shop. People are going to shop. People love to shop. I know people that, um, it's almost like a problem. You know, they use shopping as therapy. And I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not advocating for preying on people's weaknesses, but, um, you know, just understand people are going to shop. And one of the reasons I really was so glad to have finally found something like this as a business avenue for me um, is because, you know, so I thought for years about different places I can invest my time and different businesses that I could start. And, uh, you know, I thought about, oh, you know, I'll spend a lot of time. Um, one of the ones I was always committed to was like real estate. And if you guys have listened to my other podcasts, then you'll know I went out and got a real estate license. Um, I was a, a licensed realtor for about three and a half years. I went and saw, I mean, it wouldn't be a stretch to say dozens and dozens of properties. There were times when I was going to see three or four properties a month, and I never could, like, really get sold on, you know, the plan was I'll go out and I'll buy four or five real estate properties over the next five years. Uh, which in retrospect, based on where the market was at that time, man, I really, I really messed myself up by not um, closing some of those deals. But anyway, when I think about something like real estate versus retail, real retail, if you get it right, is the clear winner because you can, because of the scaling thing with, with real estate. Look, it's once you get in there and you put that money in, your money's tied up. And it's a fixed thing, right? You can't you can't go to your tenant and do all these things uh, to the to the house and make them be like, oh, I'm gonna pay you so much more money. In retail, you can you can put out better products, you can find more customers, um, and so that's the thing that's really cool about it. You can you know if you get it right, I, I can't remember where I where I uh, what exactly this guy said, but it was some, it was Dave Ramsey talking to some kid. He was he's much younger than me. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm in my mid thirties this guy was like in his, in his mid to late twenties and he's talking, talking to Dave Ramsey, he's telling Dave, like I've got a couple different online stores and they're pulling in tens of thousands of dollars a month. And I was like, man, that's, that's crazy. You know, I can't, I almost didn't believe it, but now that I know what I know and I've seen what I've seen, um, a hundred percent believe him because it's something that really can, it really can happen. Uh, you know, if you get it right in retail, then it's, it's not easy. It's not easy, but if you get it right, um, it's not hard to be, uh, to make a lot of money very quickly. You know, almost like a, a you know, you could be could change your financial situation uh, very quickly. You know, six months to a year, you may be in a totally different, um, you know, tax, you know, you may go from the bottom tax bracket to the top. <laughs> and so it just depends on whether you can get it right. So I'm, I'm such a big advocate for, e, um, for retail and e-commerce so anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that it was helpful. Um, if you guys want any information or have any um, questions of me, you know, feel free to reach out. You can also check out our shops at uh, shopthesheep.com. We've also got an Etsy store. Um, we've got a Michaels Maker Place store. We don't really our Etsy and Michaels Maker Place. We don't do. We haven't done a whole lot with those. We're trying to get those um, better. But uh, we're also, like I said, we're in Painted Tree. We're in a few Painted Tree locations here in the in the uh, state of Tennessee, and you can drop in and check those out. Just kind of see what our operations look like, and hopefully, um, you can find something that helps you and inspires you to go out and do your thing. Because obviously, if you're listening to this episode, it's something that you're you're interested in. Uh, so anyway, like I said, I hope this got, I hope this helped you guys, um, and hope you guys have a blessed one.